Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and a clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Erin Mueller from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thank you for the introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today, we will be discussing Mayo Clinic Laboratories' recently launched carrier screening panels with Dr. Hasadsri. Before we jump in, would you mind sharing just a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Linda Hasadsri, and I am the Director of the Molecular Technologies Laboratory here at Mayo Clinic. I am also a genetic counselor, a physician, and a PhD, and I am board certified in both clinical molecular and clinical biochemical genetics. My areas of expertise include the laboratory diagnosis of inborn errors of metabolism, neurogenetics, and of course, carrier screening. Thank you for sharing your background. It's really helpful, I think, for all of our listeners to really know the experience that you have with Mayo Clinic. So Dr. Hasadri, could you provide us with an overview of what carrier screening is? I'd be happy to. So carrier screening refers to a type of genetic testing that is often done before or during a pregnancy. And it can tell you whether or not you might be a carrier for certain genetic conditions. So it helps expected parents understand what their likelihood is of having a child with a genetic disorder. Mayo Clinic Labs recently launched three new tests that were developed in direct response to updated medical professional society recommendations and feedback from women's health providers, both here at Mayo and beyond. These are targeted offerings that are designed to provide more comprehensive screening while also being more inclusive and economically accessible. And so the three tests that we'll talk about today include a cystic fibrosis mutation panel or test code CFMP, a combined cystic fibrosis and spinal muscular atrophy panel or CFSMN is the test code for that one, and a focus carrier screening panel that tests for five different or at least five different, I should say, uh, common hereditary disorders, and that is test code CSFP. Thank you. These tests definitely sound like they have a lot of potential to help our patients. Can you really expand on why these tests are important? Sure. So carrier screening for cystic fibrosis, or CF for short, has actually been recommended for decades now by different professional medical societies, including the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics, or ACMG for short, and the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecologists, um, or ACOG for short. That's here in the U.S. And this is because CF is actually the most common autosomal recessive, potentially lethal disorder in both the U.S., and in Europe. That is why we have a test for that. Uh, we also developed, of course, a combined CF and spinal muscular atrophy, or SMA for short, panel because SMA is actually the second most common potentially lethal autosomal recessive disorder in the U.S., actually worldwide, I should say. It probably is up there close to second in terms of carrier frequency. And we've had more and more requests from providers to offer these conditions together under a single orderable that uses just one method as opposed to two separate methods or having to order two separate tests to get that information. And so having just one method or one orderable for both disorders allows us to ultimately decrease the turnaround time of the resulting. Then our third new offering, again, it's a, a focused carrier screening panel. That focused carrier screening panel, or CSFP, includes CF 
SMA as well as fragile X syndrome and hemoglobinopathies. And hemoglobinopathies are blood disorders like sickle cell anemia and alpha thalassemia. And alpha thalassemia in particular is what I wanna point out because it is actually the most common autosomal recessive disease worldwide, period. So not just in the US. There are actually over 300 million people who are carriers of this condition. And so again, it's a major public health burden worldwide. Similarly, fragile X syndrome is the most common cause of inherited intellectual disability worldwide. About 1 million women in the U.S. alone are carriers of fragile X. And so testing for these common core conditions allows the opportunity for patients to better understand their reproductive risks and make informed reproductive decisions. In addition to helping patients make informed decisions about their pregnancy and or make sure that their baby gets the best possible care as soon as possible after they're born, if an individual is identified to be a carrier of one of these conditions, it also helps family members of that couple as well. For example, if a patient is identified to be a carrier of CF, their sibling can also undergo carrier screening to understand their potential reproductive risks. And so genetic testing results are important to an entire family. There's this ripple effect, you know, once you get a positive or a negative result, that information then benefits other family members, not just the one undergoing the testing. Thank you. So in your experience, who could benefit from carrier screening and when should that testing be performed? So the professional societies, again, like ACOG and ACMG, they recommend that information about genetic carrier screening be provided to every pregnant woman. After counseling, a patient may decline any or all screening. Carrier screening, including CF and SMA, should be offered to all women who are considering pregnancy or currently pregnant, regardless of their ancestry or their ethnic background. And so in the U.S. alone, that equates to over 4 million patients per year. And worldwide, that's well over 140 million patients per year. So for most patients, the testing is performed after they're already pregnant, typically early in the first trimester, usually around eight weeks gestational age, although of course it can be done early, earlier than that even. And the reason why it's offered so early in the pregnancy if not offered before the patient is even pregnant, it's in order to give those patients enough time to coordinate subsequent prenatal testing on the baby if needed. Parents may want to know if their baby is affected with one of these conditions so that they can make informed decisions about that pregnancy and or to mentally prepare for having a child with a genetic condition, including the, the possibility of coordinating medical care and or treatment after delivery. Can you just share how does a healthcare provider order carrier screening? And then secondarily, what sample types are accepted? So after the provider has discussed the available carrier screening options with the patient and they've made a decision on how to proceed, the provider can just add on the respective test codes, so CFMP, CFSMN, or CSFP, to the other blood tests that she's having as part of her routine prenatal care. If she's not having other tests run, that's fine too. We could just draw a tube of blood. Again, that would be sent to us um, as long as those orders are placed. Carrier screening only needs to be ordered on the expected mother initially. And so if the expected mother is positive for one of these conditions, then testing can be offered to the reproductive partner. If both partners are identified to be carriers of the same genetic condition, they should be offered genetic counseling to discuss their chances of having an affected child with that respective genetic condition and then further understand their prenatal testing options. 
However, if there are time constraints, for instance, maybe the mom doesn't undergo carrier screening until the second trimester of a pregnancy, for example, a provider can also consider concurrent carrier screening of the partner. So testing, you know, reproductive partner and mom at the same time in order to expedite the receipt of that information. And our currently accepted sample types are whole blood at this time for these tests. Thank you. It seems that there's a lot of options or just tests available when it comes to carrier screening. Can you share what are some of the unique features of our testing that sets the Mayo Clinic laboratories apart? Sure. So our lab actually had an existing test for CF, but that test only included 106 mutations previously. And so CFMP is a much more broad and comprehensive mutation panel that now tests for over 500 different mutations, as opposed to just that 106. And it also has the added ability to detect large deletions and duplications within the gene that may not have been picked up before by that older test or required a separate test method to pick up. In addition, for um, SMA testing, so for like CFSMN, we are testing for both exon 7 and exon 8 deletions in the the SMN1 gene, which is the gene known to cause SMA, as opposed to looking at exon 7 only. Our previous, or sorry, our currently live test for SMA only is only looking at exon 7, and exon 8 deletion carriers are known to be out there, and so that, unfortunately, uh, those carriers would be missed by our current test, as well as every other competitor test that I'm aware of. Um, They are also only looking at exon 7 of that gene. In general, our carrier screening offerings were specifically designed to be smaller focused panels. We've selected the genes to test based on professional society recommendations, as well as the frequency of these disorders in the general population. Because they're smaller panels, we use a targeted genotyping method as opposed to next generation sequencing or NGS for short which is broadly used in the industry. Now, while NGS can test for variation across many more genes simultaneously and is looking at the sequences of entire genes, or at least the coding regions of those genes, because of that, they tend to have a longer turnaround time. And so our turnaround time for our focus tests is about one to two weeks. And again, given the time-sensitive nature of these results, I feel like that can make all the difference in the world, you know, for an expecting couple to have that information sooner rather than later. Testing for conditions by NGS, I also want to point out, can mean a higher likelihood of uncovering findings of uncertain significance. And so that is a risk and that that could ultimately convey more uncertainty to the provider and the patient rather than helping them during their pregnancy. So the last question I have is, could you just summarize the benefits of doing carrier screening at Mayo? Yep. So while these offerings are new, testing for these conditions is not new to Mayo. We have two to three decades of experience for all of the disorders on the focus panel, for instance, and so we're considered experts in the field. Also, other comparable tests in the market don't offer testing for all five genes together using a single chemistry, like our um, CSFP test. And so we have streamlined the provider ordering experience to alleviate the stress of needing to order multiple tests to get the same results. And again, also quicker turnaround time in most cases too, because it's a single chemistry that's handling all of those disorders. Of course, Mayo Clinic Laboratories is a full service laboratory. And so if additional studies are needed to be performed to understand the significance of complex results, for instance, that we might uncover through these tests, we can perform most of those follow-up or supplemental tests in-house. We don't need to send that testing out to other specialty laboratories because we are the specialty laboratory that, that offers those. 
Lastly, clinicians who order carrier screening at Mayo Clinic Laboratories also experience outstanding customer service um, as we have a dedicated staff of laboratory genetic counselors available to answer questions that range from determining the appropriate test to order to interpreting the significance of results or making subsequent medical management recommendations for patients. Dr. Sadsri, thank you so much for giving us an overview of Mayo Clinic Laboratories, our carrier screening options. I really appreciate your time and expertise today. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday. <laughs>